everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Friday to you all my friends. I hope that you are having a fantastic day whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. I hope that it's a really, really, really good day. I hope that you're super psyched about the weekend and have great plans. My plans include cleaning and packing and cleaning and packing and driving my kid around to places. So, um, but I think it's going to be a good weekend. I do enjoy weekends where I get to clean up and organize because, um, you know, the best thing about organizing, I know not everyone feels this way, believe me, I know, but the thing that I feel about organizing and cleaning is that you have something in the end to be proud of. You know, there is like an, an end result that you're like, oh my gosh, look at that. Look at this work and effort that I put into this thing. And you can see, and end result. You can see um, it, it's it's definitely something that will make you feel good at the end. You know, it's not just um, going to work out and you know when you start, like if you just start working out or start working out again and you go and do one workout and you feel good but nothing has really changed. I mean, you know, because you know you have to put time into it. But when you're organizing and cleaning, when you get to the end of that, even if you only do it partially, you can see the fruits of your labor right away, which is why I really like it. But anyway, I do hope that you have great plans for this weekend. I do hope that today you're having a good day. Um, If you're having a hard day, I always encourage everyone to do the five minute reset where that is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. And um, it just gives you an opportunity to restart, reboot, reset your day, come back to baseline and just start all over again. It also is an opportunity to um, release any burdens, stress, problems, issues that you've been carrying around or any problems that you are currently dealing with um, head to head and give you the opportunity to come up with a resolution for those problems so that when you leave the five minute reset and the next time you have to deal with that issue face to face, you're able to offer the resolution and hopefully just uh, finish that up and move along and not have to deal with it for any longer period of time. Like no one likes to like have problems and issues with other people be drawn out any longer than it has to be, right? I also always encourage everyone to make a list of at least uh, four things that you are grateful for and those can be really big things, really small things or medium-sized things. Maybe you're really grateful that you finally went to the store and they had like one of your favorite snacks or something back in stock that's great. Um, Or maybe you um, made plans to be hanging out with your friends this weekend. You haven't seen them in a long time. You can definitely be grateful for that. You can be grateful that you found um, some cute summer clothes on clearance because we're nearing the end of summer here in the northern hemisphere. That's super awesome. You can just be grateful that um, everything at work is going well or you're getting back to work or um, anything, anything. You see how you can just come up with anything and that just makes your list of things to be grateful for a never ending list, which is super beneficial because it means that you will not have a hard time coming up with anything that you're grateful for. Um, and so I, today I'm grateful that I was able to have enough energy after work to get some stuff packed right away before I went out and ran errands and came home and did chores and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, and then last but not least, before you leave your five minute reset, I, I want you to be able to walk away from the 
walk away from your five minute reset feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because you do not want to pass along your negative feelings and mood to anyone else also hopefully by making uh, your gratitude list you were able to shift your mindset and change your perspective and realize that despite what you're going through and the problems that you're currently facing there are still amazing positive things happening in your life that you can focus more of your energy and your mind on to help you get through the hard time that you are experiencing with those negative things happening in your life. However, I do hope that you are having a fantastic today this Friday. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about imposter syndrome and today, Friday, the last episode for this topic in this week, we are going to talk about challenging your negative thoughts. And I would say that if you're not new here, then generally on a Friday, I will give you like a list of things to consider going into the weekend. This is kind of similar, but I feel like I've uh, crafted it into more of a more dialogue-ish list, but it's still a list. So um, hopefully this will help you um, with challenging your negative thoughts. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I thought it would be helpful to end the week with some helpful tips on how to fight back against the negative thoughts that we have from time to time, or if you're like me, more often than desired. I feel like negative thoughts just creep on me and they just come and try to attack me all the time because I believe like when I was younger and earlier in my adulthood, um, I was more susceptible to falling prey to any sort of negative thought that came into my mind. I feel like these days I am still susceptible susceptible to falling prey to those. However, I have gotten better at deflecting them and really uh, changing and shifting my perspective when those things happen and controlling um, what I believe and what I don't believe in the moment. So if you're like me, then I totally understand. But however, it's important to realize that we can't really prevent negative thoughts from creeping up on us, but we can find ways to fight back against those thoughts, which will prevent us from having our whole mood and day hijacked by negative thoughts, because that's the last thing you want to do, right? And at the top of every show, when I'm going through what the five minute reset is, Generally, at the end, what I'm saying, I want you to be able to walk away and feel at least neutral, positive about the rest of your day. I always talk about how you don't want to, I mean, not always, I, sometimes I don't mention it, but generally I mention that you don't want to pass along your negative mood, your bad mood to anyone else because that's not nice, nor is it helpful to anyone else. You don't want to, con- you want to just like go and continually be passing along those negative feelings and causing everyone to feel the same because you feel that way and you feel like everyone should feel the same way as you, which is not right. I understand it can be super hard to um, really accept where you are and deal with your issues if everyone currently surrounding you is so happy-go-lucky and everything is going right and you're like, why am I here alone in the pit? However, there's always a reason why you're there and there's always growth and learning opportunities whether you see them or not for where you are when you are in the pit because when you are not there, then it's a lot easier for you to just go about life and feel good about everything and and miss out on learning and growth opportunities because they're not being forced in your face. You see what I mean? So anyway, um, yeah, it's just important to realize that we can't prevent them from coming to trying to get us, but we can prevent them from trying to take over us 
and we can move on from them. So I think the best thing to start with is identifying your negative feelings because taking the time to be more in touch with how you're feeling and why will help you overcome those feelings and with prevention in the future. Also, try to identify any triggers you may have because sometimes if you're in a certain environment, if you're with certain people, if you're doing a certain, um, like within a certain experience, that could cause you to have certain negative thoughts creep in. And I've been there before. Um, It used to be for Christmas time, which is like my favorite time of all. Um, It kind of triggered me to fall into like this weird depression and I say weird because I wasn't just like down I was I was like up and down super emotional but really sad but just kind of crazy and like you know saying kind of questionable crazy things and just all over the place emotionally um and and I'm not I'm serious like and there are so many years where my husband had to Um, kind of do damage control with the family or kind of like set expectations for them for how I was feeling because Christmas time is my favorite time because my mom did such a big bang up job for Christmas every single year um, even though I didn't grow up with her and Christmas with her was amazing and it's always been my favorite holiday favorite time of year because of her even after she passed away Um, but there are so many negative things connected to uh, my mom and that whole experience that it kind of just carried with me through my childhood and adulthood and has affected me however Now, with so many years of counseling and support and everything, it's gotten so much significantly better. But by telling you that whole big story, um, like I said, there used to be triggers during that season. And I feel like it's gotten a lot better. So it's important to take a step back and find out and, and really think about are certain things, people, activities, whatever it is, triggering you or topics or topics that are being talked about are they was triggering those negative thoughts and feelings that are bubbling up and if that's the case then you might want to find a way to um, avoid those situations or those experiences or if those triggers do come up then you need to have a plan of action on how to respond to those triggers in a way that will help you kind of deflect and diminish the negative uh, effect that it will have on you with those thoughts. So, um, but yeah, it's important to identify them. I always talk about um, reflection and um, just being in tune with who you are and what you're all about because it really helps you to understand who you are and to uh, become your best self by being able to manage everything that's going on in your mind, body, spirit, and soul. So, um, Yeah, so that's that. Uh, The next tip is to learn how to let things go. It's the idea of choosing to move forward and pass on dwelling on any negative thoughts. I'm really bad at this because negative thoughts will like find their way in if I'm not able to deflect them and then all I want to do is dwell on them or if something bad happens, all you want to do is just think about it all the time, but you got to learn to just let things go. Um, And the CEO of work, um, I think her name, I hope I don't butcher this, but her name is um, Ilana Zivkoff. 
Fitch. You can look her name in the description for all the show notes. It'll be there. But um, she came up with a great acronym to use when wanting to let things go. So I was just going to go through that really quick. The acronym is POWER which stands for pause, observe, widen, elect, and respond. And the basic overview is that when you have a negative thought, first you need to pause and stop the stream of thoughts going on, then observe what you are feeling physically, emotionally, and mentally about your current experience. Um, next is to widen your perspective of the situation and really think about, think like what could have contributed to those negative thoughts. And lastly, elect and respond, which is to choose how you would like to respond to the experience and situation. And I just thought that that was such a helpful um, way to think about it because it's really just like five simple steps. I would say more like four because the last two are kind of combined, but still like, you know, a step-by-step way for you to like let things go because I understand that a lot of us can't let things go. There are actually people in my life that have no problem letting things go. However, I have a, um, <laughs> a feeling that they're not necessarily letting things go. They're just pushing it under the rug and it's going to show itself at some time down the line because you can't just ignore everything in your life. That is a conversation for another time. But yeah, so I, just being able to actually just like let it go and not have it resurface and not let it be like sitting under the surface of your, of your mindset is just amazing thing. So I would encourage you to think through that process to actually, um, pause and if you are having bad thoughts or you're just in a situation that isn't like to your liking or isn't feeling good just take a pause take a break you know observe how you're feeling do you feel like your heart is racing or your hands clammy do you feel like super anxious like what are you feeling and then widen your uh, scope your perspective on what is going on by taking a step back and being like okay you know were there triggers involved did this affect this like how did I come to this situation this current moment right now what has caused all of this to happen and then finish by elect and respond by electing choosing how you're going to move on move forward and respond to the situation so I think it's really helpful in challenging negative thoughts and I encourage you to consider that next time you do want to let things go. In addition to using that acronym to let things go, it's also helpful to use positive affirmations and self-talk to change your mindset. I've mentioned this many times. I believe in positive affirmations. I believe in positive self-talk, especially in the mirror. It's super cheesy. Like, I'm definitely not going to lie to you. It's super cheesy, but it's so beneficial because you literally are looking at yourself, telling yourself these things. And especially if you force yourself to do it for a certain amount of time, like actually put a timer on and time yourself and be like, I am going to stand here for three minutes and say all these positive affirmations and these positive self-talk things and tell myself how amazing I am, how I'm a work in progress, how I am doing really good, how I am on track for where I need to be and that it's okay to make mistakes. Like if you continually tell yourself that, you will start to believe it because you are repeating it and it's becoming a habit and it's forming in your mind the more you do it, you know, you're really making that impression in your mind that these things are true. So I always encourage it if you are willing to take the time to actually 
come up with your own positive affirmations or you can use Google and just look them up. Um, Pinterest is great for that. Just type in positive affirmations. You'll be overwhelmed with the amount that are there. So I encourage you to do that. Um, if you want an extra little boost in feeling good about yourself, positive and being able to have that extra boost of like sunshine in your just in your mind, in your attitude, in your personality for that day and every day after that. Make sure that you aren't shifting any blame onto anyone else when you need to be responsible for what may have caused the negative mindset. So sometimes like, you know, negative things come into our mind when we're alone. Um, but a lot of times, you know, you might be in a group or in a situation where there's other people there and they maybe bring up a subject that, that causes you to think negatively or there actually was a negative experience that happened. Do not like lean on the habit of shifting blame. It's so easy. It's so easy to be the victim and shift blame and be like, oh no, but it was their fault. Like this and this and this, or it was this something else's fault. Like you, you don't want to take any responsibility, but you need to take the responsibility because in the end, in the end, always you choose how you feel. You choose how you respond. You are making the choice to react the way that you have chosen. And yes, uh, those things may have been triggers. And yes, you may have trouble actually keeping your emotional stability in check. However, that you still can't place that blame on anyone else. They didn't do it on purpose. And if they did do it on purpose, which would really suck, um, but if they did do it on purpose, still, it's still your responsibility because to be in control of who you are and how you react and um, how you move forward. Okay, remember that. I don't care what they did to you. Like, I mean, I do because why are people mean? But because um, they're sin in the world, that's why. But it's still your responsibility, okay? It's still a choice that you have to make. And yeah, I've definitely, like on that note, I've made many negative choices uh, because I just, I was not emotionally stable. I hadn't taken the time to really work on that and I'm okay admitting that. But you have to have those come to Jesus moments and really admit that to yourself and realize that yes, there is something you could have done. You could have made a different choice. It could have gone a different way. So, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk on emotional stability and taking responsibility for your actions. Um, but yeah, so just realize that, okay? You can't shift blame. It's not fair. It's not fair to yourself because you need to learn how to take responsibility and learn and grow from that. And it's not fair to the other person because whether they did it on purpose or not, it's still not their responsibility to kind of walk on eggshells and take care of you, especially if they don't know you. So keep that in mind. Um, something else that will only make negative thoughts worse and stick around longer is dwelling on things. You know, I'm... I suck at this. Um, nothing good comes from dwelling on negative experiences and no resolutions usually come during those moments. So it's better to not get sucked into doing that like ever, like ever, ever. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but if you're going to rehash it, do it only once for the sake of growing and learning what to do or not do next time and move right along. I love to dwell on things. I love to uh, think about how it could have gone 20 different ways. 
and you tell people how it could have gone 20 different ways and if only I had done this, that, or the other or been equipped or educated on this, that, and the other and things would have been better, you know, it kind of reminds, I'm laughing because it reminds me of any time, like, okay, so I live in Washington State, um, but I live um, so southern that basically Portland is the, Portland, Oregon is our main city that's next to us, and so we are Portland Trailblazer fans, which is a basketball team, if you're not familiar. Anyway, um, you know, there are always so many times for my husband or other people that we know that are into basketball that will break up the whole like, oh man, if only we had actually drafted Kevin Durant. Like that always, that conversation comes up at least once a year and for years. And that, and that whole opportunity was so many years ago, but it's just, it's, it's in, and every time I think about what I'm talking about right now, it's just so funny because people always want to dwell on like, well, what if, if only this had happened, if only that had happened, then it would have been better. Everything would have been better. However, take a step back and realize that you don't know that it would have been better. Like, yes, right now, you know, hindsight is 2020. So maybe, If that had happened, then maybe this would have happened, but you still don't know because life just throws randomness at us and we have to just flex and move in in the groove with how things are going at that moment. We can plan all we want and this is coming from someone that likes to plan and I'm a major control freak, but you just have to learn to flex and move in the groove or else you're just going to get more frustrated, more depressed and more anxious and lose your mind and I truly mean that. So stop dwelling on things. If you want to dwell on it, take them, like I said, take that one opportunity to do that, learn and grow from it and move on, move on to something better that would be a better use of your time. One of my favorite ways to get away from negative thoughts is to just do something else, you know, distract yourself with a fun activity or hobby you enjoy and get your mind off of it. And this time away could also give you perspective on the situation to better know how to move forward. Absolutely. So if I have negative thoughts plaguing me and none of the other tips I've said worked or anything else I've tried, I will generally just try to do something else. I will, a lot of times I will go work out um, or go for a walk with my dog or read a book, watch a show or a YouTube video or clean. Usually when I get super anxious or just negative things are happening, I do like to clean and organize because it, again, like I said at the top of the show, it offers me um, something at the end that I can feel proud about, that I can actually see, that I made a difference, that something actually got done, something actually changed. Um, it it just it gives me something at the end that I appreciate, and I know that I've worked hard and actually uh, put my time and energy to something that I can see um, an end result from. So I would encourage you that if you just can't get away from those negative thoughts to just do something else to distract yourself for a little bit and maybe subconsciously in your mind it will kind of a little bit think through um, what's going on or what's plaguing you and give you an opportunity to change and shift your perspective and come up with a resolution on how to move away from those negative thoughts. Lastly, lastly, if you have control issues like me, you will like this one. Make a list of all the things within the situation, experience, or just your general life that you do have control over. This likely will be having control over your attitude, how you handle the thoughts or situation, how you resolve the problem, if there is one, 
and how you choose to let it affect you going forward. So the reason that I said it that way is because maybe um, you are in a situation where someone hurt you or something went wrong. So um, so it could be an experience or maybe it is so many negative thoughts just plaguing you on your own. Um, but you have to like think about what you are in control of if you do suffer from control issues. Like you are in control of your mind despite any other outside influences that are trying to come and get you. (laughs) You have control over your mind. You don't always have to believe everything that your mind necessarily is telling you, but you do have control over what's going on. So you can say no. You can take a step back. You can change your perspective and your mindset. Maybe you decide that if it is within a situation that has other people involved and they wronged you, maybe maybe. I mentioned this, um, I believe I mentioned this last week and or maybe earlier this week about having empathy. Um, Sometimes you just need to see see the situation from someone else's shoes and realize that maybe they didn't actually mean it. And if you are able to accept that, then that will help you move on from any negative feelings because you'll realize that they weren't actually doing it in in a, in a mean spirit towards you. Um, but if that is not the case and it's just negative uh, thoughts just coming at you on your own, realize that you do have control of the situation. You have control on how you're going to let it affect you. You have control over... Um, your thoughts and your attitude and whether you want to believe those negative outside influences or not. So those are the tips that I have for you guys. I hope that you really liked them. I hope that they were beneficial. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. And if you did, if you know someone else that would enjoy it, I encourage you to share the show with them. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Um, I hope that you guys have a fantastic weekend and you have rest and relaxation and fun and you feel productive in all the things possible. And I hope that you come back next week and listen for a new topic with all new episodes Monday through Friday but have a good one and I hope to see you next week but enjoy your weekend guys bye